welcome to Leader Flow, hydration for thirsty leaders, a preeminent source of curated world-class leadership resources that will enable you to grow your influence and multiply your impact. Alex Sapala and Steve Kane are experienced leaders in both the profit and non-profit sectors, giving them a unique vantage point which enables them to deliver multi-dimensional leadership principles and practices to help maximize your leadership flow. Let's join the conversation. G'day, Steve. G'day, Alex. How are you, mate? I'm good, buddy. How are you going? Top of the world. Couldn't be better. Happy days, mate. I was going to call you on the weekend, but I, I didn't. Uh, what do you want to talk about today, anyway? Funny you should say something about that. Have you have you ever met someone who is always gonna gonna do something? <laughs> You're taking a pun at me, eh? Oh no, 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 not <laughs> at all, to, not at all. In the navy, we used to have gunners. Yeah, master yeah. gunners, master gunners, quartermaster gunners. That's funny. I remember as a kid growing up. You know, in Australia, we have this Aussie vernacular. We sometimes nickname some people gunner because whenever you were with them, they were I'm going to do something, but they never actually seem to ever do it mm. so i'm gonna mow the lawn gonna go and get the car service gonna take a course gonna call you <laughs> yeah gonna call you gonna be more organized gonna lead more by example gonna start a growth journey yeah absolutely i've met many people like that and it's interesting i find myself i've been like that too in my past so it's not something you can't recover from though i think that most of us at some point in time fall prey to that gunner mentality to some extent don't we what can we do to actually avoid that moniker of gunner? Gunners filled with intentions but no action. Gunner is all fluffy words but with no substance to them. John Maxwell's first law of growth is the law of intentionality and says that growth doesn't just happen. Mm. My personal experience in that area is that focused intentionality intensifies specific action in life and leadership. Right. It's willfully choosing to do something and then willfully engaging in the actions that will bring it about. Willful. That's a pretty strong action, really, isn't it? It's willful. Willful because you have to get out of your status quo. Right. And to do that, you have to willfully go for it. Mm -hmm. Imagine that you are sitting on a tube in the river of your own life. And you're seeing what you are seeing and going where you are going because of the force of your current mm -hmm. decisions, habits, and actions. And if you want to shift direction while you're on that tube and you're going to have to take action and intentionality and willfully paddle for it, mm -hmm. hope isn't a strategy. We all have gaps that we need to bridge. We can only bridge that gap through intentional growth combined with specific actions, dreams, Goals and aspirations usually require growth to actually achieve them. It sounds like we may have have some sort of misconception about what growth is and and about how growth actually stops people from making effort to bridge the gap. What sort of misconceptions are you seeing? Well, our friend John Maxwell suggests the following misconceptions about growth and when I look at them, we probably all could be guilty of some of these at some point in our lives. First of all, there's the assumption gap. You know, I assume that I'll automatically grow. I'm alive, aren't I? That's that's an interesting one. There's an old saying that says, with age comes wisdom, but reality, sometimes age comes alone. Yeah. That so there is no growth. <laughs> And, and you think, Just age. You know, whenever we start assuming, we all know what that means. Exactly. Yep. We, but we assume that we'll grow. We assume that others grow and then we get 
surprised when yeah. they don't. There's also the the knowledge gap. I, I don't know how to grow. You know, they're not sure how to start off. Well, what what would I need to do to grow myself? And some people are a bit of a loss. To, they're just like, oh, I'm stuck on that. The knowledge gap really comes up when we're trying to change to do something that we haven't done. And that first question that kills many people's dreams or kills their journey of actually going ahead and starting towards their dream is that age-old question says, how am I going to do it? Yeah. The knowledge gap really comes up there and says, well, you don't know how to do it, so don't try. Yeah. Right. So okay. This, this uh, misconception about growth is that, oh, I've got a knowledge gap. Yeah. You know, I don't know how so to grow. I, so I don't know how to grow. Right. There's the mistake gap. I'm afraid of making mistakes. Then there's the perfection gap. I have to find the best way. Hmm. Well, would another way suit as long as you get there? You could exchange that in a sense of rather than going for perfection, you go for progress. So we look at progressing towards perfection because really when we look at perfection, perfection isn't real. Let me explain that a little bit. Perfection in itself is a concept that things are perfect and when it's perfect, it will remain so. But because things are changing constantly, that perfection may be perfect for that point in time. But as time changes, attitudes change and other things change, that perfection is no longer perfect anymore. So perfection really is an unattainable aspect that we all reach for perfection, but it's never actually going to be perfect anyway because things move and change with it. Yeah, that's so true. And it's interesting that, you know, when you point it out like that, it makes perfect sense. I remember when I was trying. Perfect sense. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. How you like that? See, I still can't get out of it. So my suggestion is progress, brother. Progress. (laughs) I remember when I was in Singapore going shopping and looking for T-shirts. When I saw that quote for the first time, strive for progress, not perfection, perfection. Mm -hmm. I let that sear into my mind because I knew that's where I was. Yep. Look, another misconception about growth is the inspiration gap. You know, I I don't feel like doing it. And so because I don't feel like doing it, then I don't need to do it or Mm. I won't do it. And then there's the comparison gap, which is a big one for many people. Others are better than I am. Oh, oh look, at, look at how they're doing it and look at what they're doing and like, oh, mate. So you get this imposter syndrome a little bit, but the comparison gap doesn't help you at all. The last one I want to mention in these misconceptions is the expectation gap. Mm, where you really thought that it was going to be easier than it took yeah, less work and it was going to be one. quicker than you thought. Yeah, it's yeah. always like twice as hard as you thought it was going to be. Take twice as long and yeah, then some, yeah. That's yep. it. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. There is a great quote by musician Bruce Springsteen. A time comes when you need to stop waiting for the man you want to become and start being the man you want to be. Mm, So good. If you're a woman, a time comes when you need to stop waiting for the woman you want to become and start being the woman that you want to be. Mm, You have to be something to have something. So you need to be something different to have something different. Yeah. So just thinking through some of those misconceptions about growth that you so nicely covered. I love the quote from Jim Rohn. It says, you cannot change your destination overnight, but you can change your direction overnight. So what can we do that helps us change our direction and start heading towards our destination? When it comes to personal growth, Moving away from how long will it take to how far will I go? This is such a wise question, and this is a big question. It's important to set the direction. Given our earlier story, Alex, about imagining you're on the river of your life, 
what is it that you are paddling to? And the next step is to start paddling willfully towards it. The more you take action, the more you'll be refined in the actions you take and how you take them. Do it now or you'll have exactly what you have now. Or even less. Because in reality, we're always moving. The world is always changing and always moving. So what we have now is gone. It's in the past now. So I guess that what we have to do is actually face the fear factor. And the fear factor that is so intricately linked with making any change. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the thing that stopped me from going in the past, and I'm sure it stopped a lot of other people. And some of the fear factors or barriers that people often have towards setting out to do what is required, the, the first is a fear of failure. You're kind of taught right from the beginning when you get that big red X on some of your things when you're at school uh, you didn't want to fail. Mm. You want the fear of failing in front of everybody else. It used to drive people crazy, you know. So fear of failure is a big one. The other barrier is the fear of trading security for the unknown. Mm. Oh, what happens if this happens? And oh, I don't know what that's going to work out. Like, And always thinking that the unknown is going to be bad. Well, what happens if the unknown is going to be awesome? You guess you'll never know unless you take the step. The other barrier or common fear is the Fear of being overextended financially. On the weekend, I was down doing some stuff for a group of lovely people. It was amazing too how many of them had this financial fear which was getting in the way of them taking steps towards their dreams, Mm. even preliminary steps. Yep. The other fear is of what others will say or think. What will I think if I do this and what will happen if that? And worrying about what others think. And what's more important, obviously, is what you think. Fear that success will also alienate peers. Australia's got a unique perspective on this, don't we? Mm, We do. We call it the tall poppy syndrome. Yep. Explain that to our listeners. The the tall poppy syndrome is quite simply, let me put it to you in in this illustration. There was an experiment where four monkeys were put into a chamber. And in that chamber was a pole in the middle and a bunch of bananas at the top of the pole. So the four monkeys were put in there and they saw the bananas and they would scramble up this pole to get, get to the bananas. As they got close, one of the scientists who was running the experiment would open up a small flap uh, on top of the pole and he would squirt the monkey with water. That would send propel the monkey down, and obviously it shocked them. It didn't hurt them, but it shocked them, so the monkey would go down. So then the next monkey would try it. Bang, water again, down it goes. Next monkey would try it, up and down, up and down. This went for, for several hours. Eventually, all four monkeys stopped doing it. The astonishing fact came when they replaced two of the monkeys that were in there with two fresh new monkeys. These two new monkeys, one at a time, scrambled up the pole. The two that were in the experiment first looked up at them as one monkey was going up and both of them reached up for the monkey that was reaching it and pulled him down. Pulled him down from reaching the bananas. Effectively saying, who do you think you are? If we couldn't get there, what makes you think you can? Mm. Right? That, to me, is a perfect example of the tall poppy syndrome. A person reaches a level of success that people around them think, 
He must have been a crook. He must have done this. He must have done... And looked at all the things that could be negatively driven towards that person reaching that level of success. And they'll do whatever they can to cut them down to size. It's the only... Well, it's the only nation I'm aware of that does that. Everyone else puts up their um, people that have succeeded on a pedestal, but we don't quite do it like, yeah. like that in Australia. And that's we, how it's been in the past. doesn't mean it's always yeah. going to be our future, but that's been the past. That's right. And yep. The idea is we don't mind our heroes succeeding, but as long as they don't enjoy it too much and then as long as they don't start bragging about it too much, yeah. otherwise they'll be, we'll knock them down the size real right. quick. Real quick. You yeah. ain't getting those bananas, man. So interesting part of the Aussie culture. So what else is there, mate? Because, I mean, there's there's quite a few fears there that, that are really holding people back from, from even attempting to grow or attempting to to change or to improve themselves. What else is there? You've got to make a shift from accidental growth to intentional growth. Okay. Now, obviously, if it's accidental, it's not going to be as effective as if it's intentional growth where you take actions in, that are intentional actions and it intensifies what you're doing. So accidental growth is kind of like plans to start tomorrow. Intentional growth is insists on starting today. Accidental growth is the attitude of waits for growth to come, whereas intentional growth is takes complete responsibility to grow. Accidental growth is learns only from mistakes, while intentional growth often learns before mistakes. Accidental growth depends on good luck. Intentional growth, on the other hand, relies on hard work. Accidental growth quits early and often, Intentional growth perseveres long and hard. Accidental growth falls into bad habits. Intentional growth fights for good habits. Accidental growth talks big. Intentional growth, on the other hand, follows through. Accidental growth is about playing it safe and intentional growth is about taking risks. Accidental growth thinks like a victim. Intentional growth thinks like a learner. Accidental growth relies on talent. Intentional growth, on the other hand, relies on character and who you are. Really important. Accidental growth stops learning after graduation. Hey, finished my learning. I know it all now. Off I go. Whereas intentional growth is, hey, I never stop learning. This is only the beginning. And I have a hunger and a passion to grow and learn and improve. With uh, five children still in school, I see their angst and I recall my school years as well and couldn't wait to get out to life and get out and do work and all those other things and thinking that, you know, I've done my learning, let's move on. But some of the greatest lessons in life come through life, not through school. That doesn't mean there's no value in school. There's great value in school. But learning happens daily. It doesn't happen just in a university or a, or a school. You know, I've really enjoyed our discussion today, mate. If you want to be intentional about your growth, you got to begin by really taking intentional, specific action. You've got to prioritise growth. You've got to prioritise it by creating time and carving time out of your day and putting it in your calendar so that you see that that is my development time. That is my growth time. These are the things that I plan on doing. We need to put a growth plan together put it and put it in place and work your plan. Plan your work, work your plan. And take the specific action steps to actually grow. You know, mate, as you said, if you want to shift direction while you're on the tube, that you're going to have to take action and intentionally 
and willfully paddle. And you've got to paddle for it hard. So you've got to know your direction. You've got to know where you want to go. And intentionality intensifies specific action both in life and in leadership. Mate, absolutely awesome topic today. I really appreciate it. And if you want to know more, just reach out at uh, designedalliance.com.au or reach us on our Facebook page. We'd love to hear your comments and any specific things that you are struggling with in your leadership journey right now. Feel free to, to interact with us. We would love to create that topic. We may even invite you in to have that discussion live and let's see if we can assist you with that. I bid you azure and I look forward to the next time we're together, mate. Thanks, Alex. It's been great being with you. Thanks for listening to the Leader Flow Podcast. If you found our content valuable, you can subscribe and give us a five-star review so others can benefit from the content too. All our episodes and other valuable Leader Flow information can be found on our website, leaderflow.com.au.